0: The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action
1: Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Well, good morning. Brian Barrett sitting in here on the Action Line today, and going to be finding out all about the Rutherford County Library System to get your July update. Rita Shacklett's here. We've got a cast of thousands that'll be joining in on the program this morning. You've got, um, you've got an interesting group there. Very creative minds, uh, aren't they?
2: Yes.
3: Sometimes <laughs> I'm not sure where it's coming from, but <laughs> you just never know.
1: I guess that's true. So, um, you know, summertime, a lot of folks might think, well, it's a little slower this time of the year this that and the other but you all have lots of programs oh, kiddos in there all the time right
3: summer summer is a really busy time for us uh we are wrapping up this week um at most of our locations we're wrapping up summer reading program and numbers are back almost to pre-covid um they're having hundreds literally of children coming in and and so it's been really good to see all those smiling faces and hear the laughter and seeing families enjoying coming back into the library eagle library is going to have their very first um finale outside there she's going to go through the end of the month so hmm. um yeah be looking to finish up those reading programs this week
1: i guess uh, um, are, are the, do these go along with what the schools encourage kids to do during the summer or is this some kind of on your own or well, how does that work?
2: <laughs> the
3: state actually does uh we have a lot through the state library and archives but um so this is oceans of possibilities this Hmm. year um we try to work in tandem with the school systems to kind of help with that summer slide and keep kids active and reading and so that they don't have you know setbacks in the fall i guess that's
1: i mean that's very important as as we've covered that here on this uh program and and others here at the uh, the radio station, the, the summer slide, but also coming out of COVID, that summer slide was even greater, wasn't it, it?
3: It sure was. And, and you know, kids need to know, and parents too, that reading is fun. And so you can come and enjoy some fun things while you're, while you're still learning.
1: Yeah. Now, do you have volunteers that help out with the summer reading program?
3: We have some, but it's mostly staff-driven and, uh, again, very creative people. Uh, that we have at all our locations. And then we bring in our friends groups are very supportive uh, and allow us some funds to bring in paid performers like ventriloquists and balloon art and things like, you know, science science people and all kinds of things. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, we couldn't do it without our friends groups.
1: Doing the, I bet the kiddos love the balloon stuff. Oh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
3: most definitely.
1: So uh summer reading uh, I, that that is kind of drawing to a close here pretty quickly.
3: It is most most locations except for Eagle Bowl will be finishing up this week.
1: Mm, okay.
3: So you've got probably till Saturday to get get your reading logs in. I think uh Carol Gaddis told us at the board meeting last night that at Lineball alone they'd read over 9,000 minutes. Uh and there's there's like mm I want to say close to three thousand participants just at Limeball. That doesn't count our other branches. Yeah. So
1: um, there are. Uh, it just surprises me to no end how many new folks are moving into our community each and every day, and you know they they are looking for information on their community. They stumble on the radio station, and and you know we we gain new listeners in, in that regard. And my point about that is there may be some who have driven by lineball and didn't know it was part of the rutherford county library system and that there are other branches so um maybe an opportunity for you to share about all of the branches of the library system
3: sure i'm always up for that <laughs> uh <laughs> we have our main library lineball which as you said it's on the civic plaza right downtown the heart of murfreesboro right next to city hall Um, That's our main branch. We have a branch in Smyrna that's on Ian Springs Road west, not east, but west, uh, right across the street from the fire hall. Um, We have a branch in Eagleville, which is on old highway 99. Uh, They're on part of the community center there. We have MGL library, which is now on Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard drive boulevard boulevard Um, they're inside patterson park we have our technology engagement center which is right down the road on um, if you go down mercury and take a left it's on the hobgood campus right there on the corner Um, and we talk about summer reading (laughs) they don't they have started doing a story time over there but they've been having sites on the patio and things like that Mm. so they're doing some real interesting programs over there and then we have our historical research center which is our newest i guess you can it's a branch within in the archive building Um, and we've moved our historical research center over there Um, and lisa ramsey has gone over there with that so all our genealogy and historical materials are are there and then we have our bookmobile and our they told me not to say it died but it really did (laughs) (laughs) i mean it it quit working uh after 15 years and uh, you probably saw it parked yeah over here behind your building for many years and uh it gave up the ghost last year and we have been working very hard to replace that um our bookmobile staff though has continued to do service to most of our locations by using our sedan and the van and things like that to keep things going until we could get something and at the time about a year ago year and a half ago the they were telling us the time frame was at least a year to get a new one because wow. supply chains were so yeah it was so hard to get chassis and all of that they also told us that The cost of a new one was between $190,000 and $210,000, which we didn't have. Um, (laughs) So our staff, and especially a a big shout out to Garrett Crowell, um, but all those who worked on trying to get funding for a new one. Um, Last night our board approved. purchasing a new one they're putting the order in today and now the that has moved back we're hoping to have it by March so it's a little bit smaller than our old one so that we can get it <coughs> excuse me in more places <coughs> but um and more people can drive it it's more the size of a church van something like that but it's going to be really cool um, and so hopefully it'll be here by March but want to thank um, the library system We're supporting it for um, West End Foundation. We got a grant from them that gave us $30,000 towards it. Our foundation, our Rutherford County Library Foundation has given a big chunk of money for it. So we're very grateful to them. And Middle Tennessee Electric, we got the sharing change grant for $5,000. And so we have a lot of support so yeah. we're really excited that we're going to be getting a new bookmobile. So be watching for that.
1: So there's there have been some grants. There's still some out of pocket, but obviously... Not much. Not much? Not
3: much. Just a couple of thousand dollars.
1: Well, that's awesome.
3: So we're going to go ask one friend's groups, the friends of Lineball, for that. But if not, the library system can probably pick up that, that I say, little bit of money <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Because it's, it's almost
1: $200,000. Oh, wow. So it it... The, the van you were looking at, even at that price point, was one of those that was that much? Most
3: of them were that price. Wow. We couldn't get it unless we got a used one, and we didn't really want a used one.
1: Right. And um, so I, I'm, I'm sure this is going to have some type of cool paint job and all that
3: i'm sure and i knowing our staff because the last one was our very first one we had norris hall do the graphics our last one jessica bruce and mike Cleves designed the artwork on that Mm. um two of our staff members at the time um and so i think our staff will probably be designing the graphics
1: now tell us um where does the bookmobile generally go i mean it's it's really usually very very busy
3: it goes everywhere and they're looking at adding mondays we've been doing tuesdays through fridays but i think they're going to do five days a week now
1: okay and it just goes
3: goes everywhere we go to preschools and daycares we go to nursing homes and assisted living we go to um schools when we can get there and we can work that in summertime we do some little different stops and a lot of times they'll go out to barfield crescent and just stay there for a couple of hours and so people can come to them and so yeah we're always open to you know some of the housing projects and things like that and we go all the way to laverne and we cover the, the whole county
1: well it's it's part of the library system so it I is. guess it's know.
3: considered a branch it's a mobile branch
1: mobile branch, yeah, how about that so and um, right now you're still doing this in the community just you'll see a our
3: library vehicles on the road, either a van or a sedan no
1: how, how do people utilize the the bookmobile do they look through the books that you have there and check those out or
3: they do for some of our stops. We have a static collection, um, everything from easy books for, for children to large print and adult nonfiction and fiction. Um, a lot of our stops, uh, especially our assisted livings and, and those types of things, our staff know the, the, their clients so well that they will... Pick things each week, so they take a lot of time and pick things that they think their patrons will like, and take them choices to to go through. Okay, well that's so, neat.
1: Well, uh, congrats on <coughs> the new bookmobile. Thank you. Coming. We're excited. Uh, this has been what a year in the making, uh, or so? over a year, over probably a year? a
3: year and a half.
1: And. If I remember correctly, didn't this happen during COVID? It
3: happened right towards the beginning of COVID because we were taking the bookmobile out to be kind of a mobile hotspot. And we were parking it in parking lots and for, of churches and, you know, places like that to give people an opportunity to just sit. And we'd take laptops and things like that so they could file for unemployment or whatever kind of things they needed to do.
1: So has there been, uh, you know, a, a send-off party for the old bookmobile?
3: Uh we sold it for parts. <laughs> and that money went towards the new one, but uh, it just kind of, they came, we were managed to drive it to where it was going, but it was tricky.
1: Fifteen good years, Fifteen though.
3: years. And it was like 27, 29 foot long yeah. vehicle. So there were places we just couldn't even get into.
1: Well, in this smaller so vehicle. The smaller one would yeah. allow
3: a whole lot more.
1: Are you able to get... Uh, I'm, I'm sure you get very creative with the capacity, even though it's a, a smaller vehicle itself. I mean, you, you probably get a, quite a few books in there.
3: The cool thing about this, they've really come a long way. Um, they, ha- they have static uh, shelving around around the top part of the, the um, van, and the bottom part are actually mobile shelving. Um, and so there's a lift on the back. And so f- especially these places where... Uh, we take, you know, special things for them. We can take these carts into the library, pull off the things we want, roll it up, lift it up in there, and they lock into place. And oh, so wow. the, the whole bottom is mobile shelving, basically.
1: That's so going to help can with the efficiency. It, yeah, <laughs> we
3: can tailor it to wherever, wherever we're going that day. Yeah. So that's going to be a big help.
1: So, yeah. Um, The bookmobile continues, but they uh, we're gonna have to have a big unveiling party. Oh
3: yeah, oh yeah, you'll hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) We're still probably be parking it back here until they tear all that out. But uh, yeah,
1: your new Pride and Joy. Because it
3: still won't fit in the parking garage.
1: Oh, I bet it's 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 too too tall. tall. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, who knows what's going to happen we'll back have there.
3: We'll have to find a place for that, <laughs> yeah. so got to take care of it.
1: We've got uh, Rita Shacklett joining us from the Rutherford County Library System. Uh, again, the bookmobile continues, but uh, just approved a uh, new bookmobile coming in the spring of 2023, we've got more to talk about here this morning. And if you've got questions or comments, you can call or text at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You're listening into the Action Line here on News Radio, WGNS. Our uh, current temperature in Murfreesboro, 75 degrees, and in Smyrna. We have 76 degrees. We had a few little showers, things pushed through this morning, but going to give way to um, some sunshine later on today. It's going to heat up tomorrow, a heat advisory starting tomorrow. In effect, more on that and much more as we continue here on News Radio WGNS. Hi, this
0: is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have an excellent sound room with good acoustics if you want to try on any guitar in the store. You've got a perfect place to listen to it, compare them side by side, see how the neck feels to your hand, which is important to a guitar player. We have keyboards to play, a room in the back for drums to give a run through with cymbals, snares, whole sets. Come in, Music World and Drummers Den, and try out before you buy it. Music World and Drummers Den. This is Good Neighbor Events with Bart Walker. Brought to you by America Pest Control and the law offices of John Day.
1: I've got- It's time to mount a counterattack on mosquitoes and reclaim your yard. AmeriCare Pest Control can help you enjoy your yard again and protect your family from mosquitoes that can carry West Nile and encephalitis. Call 893-7111 to learn more about their mosquito control services. AmeriCare Services Incorporated. Licensed, insured, and bonded for your protection.
0: Call the best of the best to
1: get rid of your pest. 893-7111.
2: WGNs reminds you it's important to shop local. Let's patronize our local family businesses. Don't forget early voting going on right now through July thirtieth. And the Red Cross is critically low on blood. Please give the gift of life. Call the Red Cross and set up an appointment that fits your schedule. Phone one eight hundred Red Cross. The Red Cross is at five oh one memorial boulevard well this saturday evening brings the popular taste of rutherford the annual picnic social benefiting main street murfreesboro this year's taste of rutherford is at oakland's mansion delicious food from over 30 of the area's finest eateries this is a fundraiser to support main street murfreesboro general admission is fifty dollars per ticket And extra if you want to attend the Craft Beer Garden. Once again, a taste of Rutherford this coming Saturday night from 7 until 9 over at Oakland's Mansion. Oh yes, early voting is going on right now through July 30th. Take advantage of early voting. And those are WGNS Good Neighbor Events.
0: I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS, weekdays live at noon, as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. Good morning. Traffic's busy, but it's moving 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. you got all that traffic trying to get up past OHB uh, into Davidson County, leaving Rutherford County. Lots of radar up and down. 24 this morning. Last time we saw someone was out past Eps Mill Road. Hey, there's a high demand for dental assistance, and Dental Staff School has a 98% placement rate. Google Dental Staff School. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
4: A heat advisory will go into effect here Wednesday morning. We'll see a few spotty showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Partial sunshine develops, a high into the upper 80s. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vojcitsky on News Radio WGNs. Currently, it's 72.
1: We want to say good morning to our good neighbor of the day today, Gloria Christie, for sharing so much of our community's history through pictures and stories. That's Gloria Christie. We'll receive flowers from Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts on News and and News Radio WGNS. So, uh, Gloria, congrats. Enjoy those flowers from Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts today for all you do here in our community Also want to say good morning to Zoe Rhodes, our Slick Pig Barbecue Birthday Club winner. Gets to enjoy that banana pudding over at Slick Pig, celebrating her 21st birthday today. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM
0: 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and
1: streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back with Rita Shacklett with the Rutherford County Library System. We've been talking about all kinds of things and uh, i told you that i did an interview last week with a group who uh really utilizes that they're a group that helps at risk youth and they utilize the uh, technology center to uh do some of their uh, really cool things uh with technology and computers and things of that nature and uh you know it's 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 been such a, a resource. Did you, did you ever imagine that it would be what it is today? No,
3: and it's constantly changing and evolving from yeah. what we first started like four or five years ago. It, it's, um, um, they're working, uh, I was telling Ron during the break, uh, Lineball, during Free Comic Book Day last year, our IT folks found a place they could buy the console and then they built um, an arcade game. And the tech saw it and decided they wanted one, so they now have one. So you need to go check that out because it's really, really cool. It's like the old arcade games. But they also um, are starting a library of things so that you can check out things like microscopes and telescopes and all kinds of things like that. They're working on building that up, so you um, need to be, be watching that because that's going to be a, a big a big bone to our system
1: so there are things that you can actually physically check out at the technology yes. center too yes yeah mm-hmm. i, I, I want to say that it's a hidden gem but there are a lot of folks that know about it
3: <laughs> it's getting more and more uh we're having science on the patio and and that's been full every time they've had it um so it's really it's really neat to see it's not just coming and using computers
1: right and and i'm not saying that that was the vision but uh, it's hard t- for me to to think that when the Technology Center was being talked about and planned that you could ever imagine that it is what it is today. I mean,
3: adding vinyl cutters and laser cutters and all that kind of stuff is just 3D printers we had, but not to the extent that we have now. So it's really amazing.
1: Pretty cool stuff. Uh, And uh, uh, one of the things that uh, I know that we wanted to talk about here this morning is uh, overdue fines and that that's something that I guess you deal with at the library
3: <laughs> we've been doing it when I first started 40 almost 47 years ago fines were three cents a day no they were two cents a day and we went up to three cents a day oh. and we had them stamped on the pockets in the back of the book so we had to go through every book and mark through it and make a make a three out of the two and then we went to five cents. And then we ended up being 10 cents a day. And we've been doing that, I mean, since the library's been in existence and many, many libraries uh, do that. Um, But we've been working since pre-COVID, but especially during COVID, we have really been working and researching on doing away with fines because it's such a barrier oftentimes for families, for individuals, um, and we wanna be accessible to everybody. And so, if you owe any money on fines, you don't owe any money anymore. So that's a good thing. So come back in and see us. If you have overdue materials, and you know where those materials are, just bring them back. We won't charge you fines. We did use a collection agency for a number of years, and we've dropped that. So if there is a referral fee from that period of time, we do have to still charge that um, because we've already paid that out. Um, But uh, we've started doing both of our auto renewals, uh, so you don't have to worry. If, if, As long as there's no holes or anything on your items, and this does not include hot spots. Uh, Let me be clear on that. Um, but let's say you check a book out. Our normal checkout period is two weeks. Uh, our newer material, obviously, popular things are one week. DVDs are one week. But uh, you get it for two weeks. Then it auto-renews unless there's any holes or things on there in some reason that, that it can't. So you don't even have to do anything. Uh, you get it for another two weeks. And then it will auto-renew one more time And give you another two weeks. So the potential is there for you to have something for six weeks. Hmm. Uh, And you don't have to do a thing except check it out the first time. Okay. Now, once that last, whatever the last due date is, if it doesn't renew, and you get email notices or you'll get something in the mail, um, if it cannot be renewed. But whatever that last due date is, a week after that, seven days, that material gets considered lost and so you now owe for that material now the thing is now if you bring that material back in you don't you still don't owe anything and all of our e-books e-audios things like that that are online there's been no charge all along for those so so hopefully this is going to bring in some people that have been with us in the past and just haven't been back in or some new folks that are you know I have friends that say oh I don't use the library because I'm always late with everything and I don't want to pay anything hmm. well you don't have to worry about that now
1: yeah and and so, we're talking strictly books here right mostly most
3: books and audio books uh, DVDs are a week um, and most of the time we encourage people not to check out more than they can watch at any given time because you know you check out 20 videos, it's, unless you're going to sit in front of your TV the whole time. <laughs> but again, that's your call. Whatever you feel like you want to check out.
1: Yeah. And some folks listening in may have had, you know, a book that they moved, and they couldn't find the book, and they kept getting notices about that. Those, those are things that... Uh, how does that work now?
3: If you have lost a, uh, an item, whatever it is, you still have to pay for that item. We can't just eliminate that so anything that's considered lost if you can't find it whatever um you still have to pay for that um but again we'll work with you on that to get it paid off and if you find it bring it back
1: now when my uh daughter was really little my wife used to like to bring her over in the summertime did all the summer reading and uh but they were notorious and, and you know how close to the library that i mm-hmm. work they were notorious for <laughs> books being laid and this that and the other and so uh i remember back in the day we were always doing the canned food drive oh
2: <laughs> yes oh yes <laughs> you know?
3: yes
1: but uh this this is gonna i guess help and and open that door back up for I, folks i
3: think this is gonna be a real benefit for a lot of a lot of people and we hope to see a lot of people back in the library and i I know what you're saying, especially with kids' books, because they're skinny and they're easy to get under the car seat. Or I had two girls that were and I worked at the library (laughs) (laughs) and we almost had to pay for a few books because they made their way someplace that, you know, that dark hole that library books go to. And I had one granddaughter visiting and I took her and we checked out books because she thought that was really cool and. Got home and, and I got I found all of them but one, and I could not find the other one. I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to pay for this book. My my granddaughter's lost this. Well, the other granddaughter came to visit and she found it, and it was back behind a, a piece of furniture that we looked, but it was hidden, and so thank goodness we were able to find. It. So those little books can get anywhere. Sure,
1: yeah, so, they they definitely do. So we're we're basically talking about fines if you've had uh, an overdue library book those kinds of things it, it, some people may be thinking and i'm kind of wondering now too so you would think that overdue fines was a way that the library made money so how, do, how does that all work out now
3: actually it's less than one percent of what our budget was and again creative staff we were able to rework our budgets so that we didn't have to go back to the funding bodies for extra money or anything like that we made it work
1: well that's awesome
3: so it was a it was a real gift that we wanted to give
1: to the community is that something that's new? Are libraries kind of trending toward that now?
3: It is. You're, you're seeing that a lot. I believe it was Chicago that just recently, Chicago or New York, one, one of the biggies went fine free just recently. Um, Nashville has been fine free, I believe, since 2017. Um, Chattanooga still charges. Knoxville and Memphis do not. I think they went, one went fine free in 2019 and one went fine free in last year um, and a lot of our smaller libraries across the state but you'll see it all over the United States
1: very good so stuff.
3: It, it's a good thing it's a good thing it makes public libraries able to do what they're meant to do and that's be free for everybody
1: yeah um, and getting that library card that's pretty it's, easy
3: it's free just come in and see us um, and I do want to say don't forget our hot spots have a fee attached to them because we have to pay for the data. Um, And so those are not, there's no fines, but there are fees that every day that they're late, we have to pay a data usage fee. So we'll be charged for that. And our printing and things like fax and that kind of stuff, we'll still have things that have fees attached but no fines.
1: I'm sure those hotspots are pretty popular too. Oh,
3: yes, yes.
1: Very good. We've got uh, Rita Shacklett joining us here from the Rutherford County Library System. We're going to have more here on uh, the Action Line as we continue here on News Radio WGNS and News Radio on WGNSradio.com, where you can catch up with the latest news, podcasts, if you missed any shows. All of our local shows are podcasts, so uh, check those out on uh, WGNSradio.com. You can also uh, subscribe to those on Facebook podcast, Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, Google, all those places to search for WGNS and your favorite programs and download and listen anytime to our new content out there daily.
2: Let's learn about Adams Place, the area's premier senior living center. We're talking with Terry Deal.
5: We do have the medical staff on campus. While they are not housed in the independent living community, they're right next door. So, in the event of an emergency, in addition to calling 911, we have access to be able to bring a nurse over to provide instant assistance.
2: What if you want to have friends over who don't live here? to play cards, to eat dinner, or what have you.
5: What I like to tell people is that when you move to Adams Place, you really are not changing your lifestyle. You're changing your address. And if your lifestyle still includes friends coming over to play cards or to have a social event with you or family coming over to spend the afternoon or spend the night,
2: that is what you need to continue doing. Socialization is important for everyone,
5: Adams Place has a full calendar of events uh, in each of our different levels of care. They need to just give us a call and let the staff direct them to whichever part of campus they're interested in. Just call our main phone number and the receptionist will get you in contact with whichever of us needs to address your needs. This is Terry Deal, we'd like to invite you to come visit with us at Adams Place, just give us a call, 615-904-9111. We'd love to show you around our beautiful community.
4: If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: Have you been getting most of your money advice from your brother-in-law? Maybe you need Dave Ramsey. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4 on WGNS Rutherford County's Place to Talk. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
1: Today we're talking about the Rutherford County Library System here on The Action Line.
6: from the Rutherford County Library System. This is Amanda bringing you library news and events from our five branches around the county and what's going on at your library system. With recent announcements from the CDC and a nationwide relaxing of mask mandates and guidelines, patrons are no longer required to wear masks at library branches. Individuals with immune disorders and other at-risk conditions are strongly encouraged to use their best judgment when visiting the library. Please check our calendar at rclstn.org and social media for a full list of virtual and in-person programming and events. Curbside service is still available Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. In response to the alarming increase in acts of aggression towards library workers and patrons, as reported by press across the country, the American Library Association Executive Board released the following statement. The American Library Association condemns in the strongest terms possible violence, threats of violence, and other acts of intimidation increasingly taking place in America's libraries, particularly those acts that aim to erase the stories and identities of gay, queer, transgender, black, indigenous, persons of color, those with disabilities, and religious minorities. ALA stands with community members whom local libraries exist to serve, especially those library users whose stories hate mongers would wish to erase. The message of libraries and of ALA is one of welcome for people everywhere who believe in the peaceful exchange of ideas. Libraries are committed to upholding and defending the core values of inclusion and free and equal access to ideas and information, which are essential to an informed democratic society. Threats of physical harm and harassment are not and never have been protected speech. The ALA calls on community leaders and elected officials to stand with libraries and others who promote the free and democratic exchange of ideas and to stand up to those who would undermine it. Emmy nominations are out, with nods for several adaptations including Dopesick, based on the book by Beth Macy, The Flight Attendant, based on the book by Chris Bokjalian, and Under the Banner of Heaven, based on the book by John Krakauer. Dopesick follows the story of how Purdue Pharma manufactured an addiction crisis that has impacted just about everyone in America in one way or another by deceptively marketing OxyContin as a non-habit-forming wonder drug. Under the Banner of Heaven is a murder mystery thriller set in an FLDS community and entails how Ron and Dan Lafferty murdered Brinda Lafferty and her baby daughter. The brothers were born into mainstream Mormonism but joined a fundamentalist sect when they experienced financial setbacks. Brenda was killed because she was against this authoritarian belief system. Both brothers are currently serving life sentences in prison for murder but neither has expressed any remorse for their actions or even questioned their beliefs. The Flight Attendant is about American flight attendant Cassie Bowden, who is a reckless alcoholic who drinks during flights and breaks all the rules. When she wakes up in a hotel room in Bangkok with a hangover from the night before, she discovers the dead body of a passenger on her last flight. Afraid to call the police, she cleans up the crime scene, then joins the other airline crew traveling to the airport. Back in New York City, she is met by FBI agents who question her about the layover in Bangkok. Still unable to piece the night together and suffering intermittent flashbacks, she begins to wonder. Who the killer could be. Both DopeSick and Under the Banner of Heaven are available in our main collection and online in the Libby app. The flight attendant is available as an ebook or audiobook on the Libby app. Now let's hear from Lineball Youth Services.
4: Hello, this is Katie Turner, Youth Services Coordinator at Lineball. And this is Emily Garrett, Youth Services Assistant at Lineball. This year's Oceans of Possibilities summer reading program is now complete. We had such a great turnout for all our summer story times, STEM deep dives, and our grand finale party. I loved seeing the creativity in our shipbuilding STEM event the most. Emily, what was your favorite part of summer reading? My favorite event was the Runaway Puppet Theater's performance. They do such a great job. We had a blast with summer reading, but we need a break to plan for this fall season of story times and Programs. Story times and Crafts will return after Labor Day. Our regular events will continue through the month of August. The Youth Magic Group meets the second Saturday of each month at 9.30 a.m., and the Lego Club meets the third Saturday at 10 a.m. We're still offering our Reading Pause program on the first and third Mondays of each month. If your child loves to read, or if they struggle to read out loud, Call 615-893-4131, extension 114, to schedule to read to our sweet dogs, Stevie and General. Don't miss the Ollie Otter program on Saturday, August 13th at 11 a.m. Ollie Otter teaches kids all about car seat safety and the hands-free Tennessee Initiative. Check out the Linebaugh Youth Services page on our website to learn more about our upcoming programs and follow us on our Library Systems Facebook page. We hope to see you soon at Linebaugh.
0: Behold, I am the genie of the library. If my master ye be, it's wishes three. Wow, a
1: genie. What should I even wish for? Come on, let's have it. What are your three wishes? Well, I guess I'd like to get new books and movies and other materials for free. So that'd be one wish. And I I don't want to bring them back for a few weeks. So I I guess that's another wish. But sometimes things are late and I have to pay fines. And I hate that. So, for your third wish? I don't want to pay fines at my library. And now you shall not.
7: Boom!
0: Uh. I have granted you three wishes, and now your library, the Rutherford County Library System, will allow you to check out books, movies, and other materials with automatic renewals, and no fines. The people of Rutherford County are now leading a fine-free existence, free from fines. Freedom from
1: fines for all! <laughs> cool. Do you have the new James Patterson? Yes. Let me show you six copies of it. Ooh, and one of those fine free hotspots with the automatic renewals. I'm going to Hawaii for two weeks, and that's sure going to be handy. No, no, not the hotspots. The hotspots don't count.
8: This is Allison at Lineball Public Library. Along with our regularly scheduled group meetings at the library, we have several items of note for August 2022. The Rutherford County Master Gardener series continues on Saturday, August 6th at 9 a.m. with a talk entitled Trees and Shrubs in Tennessee. Get plant recommendations, screen trees, flowering trees, and proper planting from our Master Gardener experts. It's free and open to the public in the second floor conference room at the library. Our monthly local author book signing features Warren Gill on Thursday, August 11th from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. He will be signing and selling copies of his memoir, Cane Creek Days. Come by, talk to the author, and purchase your autographed copy. What do people really want out of life? Is it money, fame, achievement? or is it happiness? Motivation speaker and author Jim Ryan says that happiness is within everyone's reach and will share more about it on his talk on the eight characteristics of happy people on Tuesday, August 16th at 7 p.m. This free event is open to the public in the second floor conference room at Linebaugh. To check out these and other events at Linebaugh, visit our website at rclstn.org.
7: Hello, my name is Burl Beasley, and I would like to invite you to become a member of the Friends of Lineball Library. For over 40 years, the Friends organization has been supporting our local libraries by sponsoring programming, helping with the purchase of equipment and technology, and recognizing the staff for a job well done. In 2021, despite the pandemic, we raised more than $31,000 for Lineball Library, the Myrtle-Glanton-Lord Library at Patterson Park, and the new Technology Engagement Center, all of which are part of the Rutherford County Library System. Our funds supported the summer and winter reading programs, the Pen Pals program that brings children's book authors to schools, and the popular Bookmobile, just to name a few. To support the libraries, we raise funds through membership dues and through book sales at our bookstore, at Lineball Library and on eBay. We offer eight different membership levels, including a brand new level, Educators, for $15 a year. All memberships are annual except for our lifetime memberships. To join at any level, email us at fullintheborough at gmail.com and we will get you a membership brochure, or simply come into the library and get one from the circulation desk. Once you join, you will receive our quarterly e-newsletter, access to two members-only book sales each year, and an invitation to our annual local author event. Plus, you will have the satisfaction of advocating for literacy and promoting a love of reading in our community. Be sure to follow Friends of Lineball Library on Facebook for information about our book sales and to learn more about our ever-increasing eBay sales. We look forward to your support.
6: The Rutherford County Library System comprises six branches and a bookmobile throughout Rutherford County, including Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Eagleville, Patterson Park, the Technology Engagement Center, and the newly-opened Historical Research Center. Remember, all RCLS events are free and open to the public unless otherwise stated. For a list of all the events you heard here today and for more information, please call 615-893-4131 or visit rclstn.org.
0: Rutherford Issues with Ryan Barrett. Hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online.
6: Here at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, we offer a variety of services from gift baskets to custom-made shirts and custom-made mugs. We offer classes. We can do wreath classes, and we also do flower design classes. And if you have a class in mind that you would like for us to bring in, please give us a call and we can set you up. Come on over to Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. We're located at 117 South Academy Street, just across the road from East Main Church of Christ. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts.
4: A heated advisory will go into effect your Wednesday morning. We'll see a few spotty showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Partial sunshine develops high into the upper 80s. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vojcicski on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 72.
1: This is Chip Walters, and I'll have Middle Tennessee football and basketball games for you right here.
0: MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, AM, FM, FM online. online. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM
1: 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com back in our last few moments here as we talk about the Rutherford County Library System. Rita Shacklett uh, here with us and uh, Rita we're getting ready to transition from summer to school starting and uh, I'm sure that's kind of a transition for the libraries too. It
3: is. August is a cleanup time and you know getting everything put back after summer reading and, and summertime and so staff will be working hard to to do that and hopefully we're going to see a whole lot more people in in the library now that you don't have overdue fines anymore
1: how about that (laughs) Woohoo! and you don't have to do anything about it and you
3: don't have to do a thing about it you don't have to worry about your renewals and you get notices if you if we have your email address um you'll get notices by email um if not we mail out those uh, especially once your materials are lost but the nice thing about emails is if it They'll you'll get one like two days before it's due, so you can, you can get those little reminders.
1: Well, that's good too. and so. uh, but just remember if you have an item that you're paying a fine on because it's still lost, go ahead and just pay that off.
3: Pay it off and if you find the book, bring it back later or keep it whatever. yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'd love to have it back, but um, yeah.
1: So those uh, library finds, make sure you head on back over to the Rutherford County Library System. That's
3: right. They're gone. That's uh, that's a big thing. Now. They're then, gone. So come see us.
1: Rita, I uh, appreciate you coming in today, as, as always, and uh, tell everybody we said hello, and we'll be chatting with you next month. We'll do it. Thank you, Brian. Hope to see everybody in the library soon. All right, that's going to do it here for the Action Line. Don't forget now, after uh, the program, uh, we'll have the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. And wherever you listen to audio, you can check that out there as well. Brian Barrett signing off here for the Action Line, the roundtable, as we uh, talk about Smyrna issues. That's coming up next on WGNS.